This is UI Therapy, Episode 7. Cue the music. Welcome to the UI Therapy Podcast. My name is Jake Hopking, and I'm a user interface design and development expert, online user experience consultant, digital product designer, and I'm also a keen photographer and complete coffee addict. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, tips, and tricks that will help you take the guesswork and confusion out of designing and building beautiful and intuitive user interfaces. This podcast is your secret weapon in cutting through the paralysis of tooling, framework, and methodology analysis. And now, onto this week's episode. Hello and welcome to the show. This week is going to be a super quick upper, which will be focused on giving design tips for developers. Now, this isn't going to be a, an exhaustive list by any, any stretch. It's going to be, yeah, four or five, maybe six kind of core principles or fundamentals, you could probably call it. Um, I'm not going to go into specifics about, I don't know, colour accents or font weights or iconography, but it's more of a starting point, which I will then develop further over future episodes. Before I get to that, I'd like to welcome the apparently hundreds of new listeners I have to the show, which is incredible. I'm genuinely humbled, actually, um, that I've got quite so many listeners in quite a short amount of time. So thank you so much for giving me your time. And please reach out and let me know what you'd like me to cover or who you'd like me to talk to or that kind of thing, really. Um, Yeah. So again, thank you so much for being part of this show. And as a, as a thank you, I'd like to give you some stickers. I've mentioned this before in a, in a previous episode. I'm giving away a bunch of stickers to anyone who essentially writes a review on Apple iTunes and subscribes to the show on Twitter. Yeah, check out the blog on uitherapy.fm and you'll find the instructions there. Anyway, on to this week's show. My first tip is think and plan. As a developer, you wouldn't start building an app or website without doing some planning, right? It's the same for design. Give it the time it deserves. Establish requirements. Um, You know, before jumping into the code and getting to the fun part for some people, for developers, the fun part is building things. You know, establish a plan. What do you want to achieve? Who are the users? What kind of information do you want to display on the page? What do you want to convey? And that kind of thing. Um, do some wireframing. Plan out how the design is going to fit together. How's it going to piece together? What's the user flow like? Um, there's some great tools out there for doing this, but well, there's some paid for tools out there that, that are good for this, but actually I don't think they're necessary. One of my most useful tools, I guess you could say, is gridded paper. And you don't need to buy it. Just go online download templates of you know like 12 column grids and print them out and there's even nice pdfs which have like a, a browser wireframe which give you a bit more context and keep you keep you focus a bit better i'll put some links at the in the show notes for this um but yeah doing things like that or even things like um sticky notes and 
or a whiteboard or sketching on a notepad are all all good options, but but I'd suggest the first one. Don't skip this step. It's really important to distill your thoughts and ideas around a design or a project on paper. The process of moving your ideas through your hand to the paper is quite a rewarding one and it's a good for it's a good first test to see how everything fits together and if those thoughts in your mind actually make sense my second tip and this is a big one actually you could dedicate an entire episode to this but develop a solid understanding of ux principles now one of the most important tips i can give is to get a decent understanding of user experience design. If you can always design with the user in mind and not just your personal preferences, because at the end of the day, you aren't usually the target audience, then potentially the slightly less important user interface design will be able to be able to absorb some of the perhaps more quirky design choices of a developer's design aesthetic and appreciation. Um, users can be quite forgiving of maybe less polished design if the user experience is solid and is cohesive. I mean, this might seem like common sense, but I've worked with many, you know, product owners or actually quite quite a lot of CEOs and project managers and developers who just don't appreciate the use of good user experience design and it really shows in the end product now to help with this as a quick a quick one there are a series of laws inverted quotes associated with ux design and i'd suggest digesting these over time potentially pick one or go through the list there's 20 of them um i'll, I'll put a link in the show notes of course um it's on lawsofux.com and oh yeah i suggest taking one a day one every couple of days and kind of just mull it over and slowly absorb it and if you can if these these laws can become part of your design language or your user experience language then that will feed just kind of naturally instinctively into your design choices a few a few examples of these I got just a list of three or four. I've just picked it random. These aren't my favourite. I've <laughs> just chosen a few because they're, they're all really important. Um, but so number one would be, well, not number one, but one of them is aesthetic usability effect. Users often perceive aesthetically pleasing design as design that's more usable. Fitz law. The time to acquire a target is a function of the distance to and size of the target. Law of proximity. Objects that are near or proximate to each other tend to be grouped together. Law of similarity. The human eye tends to perceive similar elements in a design as a complete picture, shape or group, even if those elements are separated. Now. I said, go to the website. There's quite a lot of information there. 
more than just these bulleted points, really covers it in much more depth. And I think it's a good resource. On to my third tip. Use a colour palette. Unless you've studied colour theory, colour harmony doesn't come naturally to most of us, unless you're a a naturally gifted artist. And trying to come up with colour combinations that complement one another during the design process can be a real bottleneck to beautiful aesthetics. Or at least seriously slow down the process whilst you try to work out if this colour works with that, or does it work here, does it work with this contrast, does it work with this background colour. Now, there are a bunch of tools out there for this. You just go on Google and search for colour palettes, <laughs> colour palette generator. But a particularly good one is Coolers. And that's C-O-O-L-O-R-S. And they have a, a trending palettes section they have they have a ton of a ton of a ton of content a ton of <laughs> palettes so, I don't know they have a lot of palettes but the trendy one is useful and just pick one pick one that you like pick one that you think would match your project or match your target audience even sometimes if you're aiming at a an older audience but potentially you'd choose more of a a pastel or more of a calm color palette or if you're targeting Teenagers with some kind of gritty, <laughs> gritty product of yours is something you chose something more, more loud and more aggressive. But just go there and check it out. And then once you've got used to using palettes, over time you'll develop your own preferences and learn to recognise which colours complement each other. But this is a super, this is a super good starting point. I, I use it as well. I use it quite often. Sometimes you know you're a little bit lost on a new project. You go. Let's go here. You, may, you actually may not even use them, but it's a great place to kind of start putting ideas together. Number four is research often and learn from others. And by this I mean, I'd suggest spending some time every week and doing some research on what's happening or trending in design right now. I mean, the landscape of design is ever-changing. And it's, it's a pretty exciting place to be, actually, once, you've, once you kind of untangle the, the pretentiousness around it sometimes. It's a really... I mean, everything's design. I mean, we live in a world that's completely designed. Even developers, we design. So maybe sometimes maybe lose that, that uh, mindset, that negative mindset that maybe hold you back from embracing design but um and I, and I think a good way of doing that is to go to these platforms and tools like designer news is a good place to go they have a more of a sort of a discussion base but people share their portfolios or they share cool toolkits or they share icons another nice place to go is CodePen. i mean it's it kind of handles both sides of things obviously it's a great resource for looking at um code snippets but a lot of designers put their CSS work on there as well. Um, Dribble is very heavily focused on design. There's some beautiful concept work out there. It's kind of quite a trendy place to go and check out cool design. And then, yeah, I think that's, that's enough, for, enough for here. If you can make researching design part of your standard toolkit, then 
over time you'll build a natural appreciation for aesthetics and designer intuition. And I I talk at depth on intuition in episode four, which is which is called Thoughts on Creativity, Innovation and Intuition in Design. And also in there I talk about quantitative and qualitative design, which are two quite important concepts around design, I think. I'm not going to go into any depth on those because I, I cover them quite extensively in that episode. But to summarise these two concepts succinctly, quantitative is the design language that is everywhere. You can think of this as the, the trending design landscape. Tools like Bootstrap and Material UI or iOS are examples of this. They are the outcomes of qualitative design, which I'll get onto in a second, but they are, have been, they're, they're battle-tested, they, they work. They may not be exciting, but they're safe and they work. Qualitative design is where the real magic happens. Successful designs in this sphere change the world in tangible ways and realise new forms of interaction and even societal changes. This is a, obviously a big, a big sounding sphere of design, but it's a really fun, interesting one. And if you get past the, the, uh, the, nomen- the nomenclature, is that how you say that word? <laughs> it's a, a fun place to be. Um, yeah, I'd suggest listening to the episode to get a much deeper understanding around those concepts. And finally, give it a rest. If you think you've finished your design, think again. There have been many occasions where I've been absolutely positive that design was finished. Um, because I've been doing design for a long time, I can sometimes start a design in the morning and it's done by the end of the day and then in the evening I might start coding it up. But that's a mistake. <laughs> don't do that. Give it a day. Don't, just don't look at the damn thing for a day and come back, here, come back with fresh eyes 24 hours later, or at least the next, next morning. It's good to see it with fresh eyes because that's your first kind of tester of how it's going to be perceived by your, your users. Because I've done this, I've finished the design, excitedly moving on to the development stage, working until one o'clock in the morning, long day of design and development, go to bed, knackered, wake up the next day going, ah, no, that's not really right, is it? That doesn't kind of flow. But don't do that, because then you have to start designing inside your developer tools. And that is not the place to be designing, <laughs> honestly. I do it a lot, of course. Um, I guess as you get better at design, you can use the design, you can use the developer tools to kind of be a text based design design tool, but it's not the ideal place to be. That's it. They are my my five introductory concepts or points or pillars of design wisdom. I don't know what you want to call them, but they are really good starting points for beginning a journey into design if you are a pure developer who doesn't really touch the design side or feels like it's too wishy-washy or doesn't feel like it's a set of standards or just feels, thinks it's just of... If you're a designer, you have intuition and that's, that's, that's what a designer does. But it's not like that. Design is a learned thing. It's, it's built on principles. It's built on 
laws of user user experience. It's it really is an established set of principles that you can learn. So don't be scared of design. Embrace it. It's fun. Much like designing code is fun. Designing aesthetics is also fun. So that's it. I hope you found that useful. And I'm happy that it's been a quick episode, as I said at the beginning. Super quick cuppa. So awesome. Yeah, check out the show notes and send me a like if you can do that. Or write a review. That would be really good of you. If you could write a review right now, I would send you such positive energy and amazing thoughts that it would change your day, maybe even your week, maybe even your year. Anyway, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate you giving me your ears and letting me share my thoughts with you. And please share your thoughts with me. I would genuinely be interested in hearing from you. So until the next time, thank you. Bye-bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at uitherapy.fm. If you enjoyed listening, one really easy way to support this show is to leave a quick rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts, as it really helps other people find the show. If you have any feedback or questions for this or any other episodes, you can reach me on Twitter at uitherapy or I'm at Jake Hopking. Or you can send an email to show at uitherapy.fm. Thanks so much for listening to UI Therapy, and I'll catch you next time. Cheerio.